welcome, welcome to, to Earworms, a podcast for the things you can't seem to get out of your head. I'm your co-host, Mimi. And I'm your co-host, Keegan. And <laughs> so this week, this week and the next few little bit of episodes are going to be a little bit different. Um, they're going to be called Earworm Extra Credit, and you'll see that in like the spot the, where we would say like the... Um, yeah, just the, in the title, the it'll say Earworm Extra Credit with um, the title of each person's chosen topic. Oh, I didn't know we were doing that. I thought it would just be fun if it's just the extra credit series hmm. and our listeners have to listen and hope that it's one that they like. We'll see. Oh, it'll be something like that. But uh, basically, um, right now we're students, we're hitting final season, and for a lot of our classes we have to do presentations, and we asked, instead of a presentation, can we do a podcast? Um, <laughs> and our professor said yes! Yeah, so... That is what we're doing here, like Mimi said, for the next couple of episodes. It's going to be a little bit of a different format. format. is going to be different. Instead of two topics an episode, because some of us have to reach like um, time limits, we will be doing about one topic an episode. And if the topic's short enough, like if the topic's like five minutes or something, then maybe we'll throw in something else or maybe something fun that we learned. But these should be about... 10 to 15 minutes yeah. is roughly what we're looking at for the, our different projects. Yes. <laughs> and with that, I believe we discussed it, and I will be going first. Yes, you're going first. What are we talking about today? I'm so glad you asked. Today, we're going to be talking about Polynesian languages, just as a whole, because it's very interesting, and we will get into it. And feel free to interrupt me at any point to ask some questions. Oh, yeah. Me. Oh, yeah. This is definitely still a podcast, so we're not going to monologue at our audience for 5 to 10 to 20 minutes, depending on whichever episode it is. We're still going to have the normal earworm. Polynesian <laughs> languages. Where do they come from? Who speaks this? I'm glad you asked. So Polynesia is a collection of islands spanning across the entirety of the Pacific Ocean, all the way from New Zealand up to Hawaii and down to Papua Nui, also known as oh. Easter Island. So <laughs> somehow I didn't realize the span. I thought it was just like Hawaii area. No, no, it's huge. So it's... I believe one of the largest like visible expansions that we've seen of one specific human culture spreading across very far, like farther than anywhere in Asia or anywhere in Europe. Uh, somehow I didn't realize that they span all the way across from New Zealand to Hawaii. I just thought they were just the Hawaiian islands. Yeah, no. So it's the culture of people indigenous to those islands or not indigenous because they were voyagers. So they arrived at those islands. Um, and that's, <laughs> we'll get it. Sorry, we'll get into it. Get that's ahead like of myself. the plot of like Moana, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, is they were voyagers. So these voyagers traveled across the ocean when one island was running low on resources or room for their population, and they would sail, find a new land, island, and make that their new home. So that's what I chose to study is the language that these handful of islands and culture, or one culture, different cultures, different cultures speak. Where these voyagers originated from, and we kind of need to discuss it real fast for you to get the rest of what I was planning on talking about. So the Melanesia or modern day Taiwan theory. We get this theory from people comparing both modern and ancient Taiwanese to Maori language. And Maori is the language spoken by the people of Aotearoa, that's also known as New Zealand, the islanders who live there before colonizers came. So, um, it's silly, but that sounds a lot kind of like Maui, like, you know, from Moana. Do they have any correlation well, there? Well, yeah. Uh, Maui is... Ba 
Maui is a reoccurring trickster god in a lot of Polynesian cultures, and Moana herself is entirely based off like that whole idea of Polynesia. She's not a specific one, though in that film in particular, there's a lot of shout-outs, I guess, slash nods to... References, that's the word. References to um, New Zealand and Hawaiian culture in particular, with um, some reference also to Tahiti. Uh, But... That's a whole other topic. Okay. Um, it just had similar names, so I was like, ooh, is this, like, was this named after Maui or something like that? Uh, but, nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the, the, the language existed before him, I'm pretty sure. So, but, uh, speaking of language, uh, when people are talking about the, the Taiwanese language, they usually mean the Manan dialect spoken in Taiwan, which is kind of a variety of Chinese. Um, it's not very similar to modern-day Maori language, though, because um, they both have completely different orders. One has tones, the other hasn't. One has articles, the other one doesn't, and so on and so um, forth. And I feel like it doesn't matter, but I do just want to ask, since we learned that they are different in our um, language class, when you say similar to Chinese, do you mean it's like more similar to like Mandarin or Cantonese? Do you know? Uh, Mandarin, I okay. believe. Yeah, and then from there, we get a look at the more indigenous languages of language of Taiwan. It was called the Formosan language, which is relatively similar to to Maori. So from both the Formosan language and the Maori language, they both belong to the same family tree, actually. The Austronian family tree of language, which is also familiar to Hawaiian, Indonesian, Malagzi, Tagalog, Samoan, and Rapa Nui. All of these belong to that tree of language and they're all related and share a lot of grammar traits and words but they're not super close to each other um they're kind of like english and german or spanish and french or like finnish and hungarian so like they're cousin languages (laughs) i love language trees and the idea of cousin language just because like i know spanish but in knowing spanish my friend recently she texted me in french and I was able to, because you know, they're similar languages to like detect what she was saying <laughs> yeah. through context clues. And the same, my mom and I used to watch like movies with like Italian subtitles just to be like, what can we pick up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. So with that correlation of like people from these different islands and cultures kind of being able to speak to each other and understand relatively like what everyone's saying, uh, we get this theory of them spreading from the east and continuing to go east from island to island until they eventually were in the West. Why would I choose to focus on the Polynesian islands as a whole and not individually? I'm glad you asked me. <laughs> the reason for this <laughs> is <laughs> the reason for this is that there's 38 spoken languages within the islands themselves, and they all vary slightly, but very clearly from island to island, you can see connections between them. A perfect example of this would be the word that each of the islands have for North Wind. And now I will do my best to recreate those words oh, for no. you as in a little example here. Would you like to do a preface of... I may be saying this wrong, yes. He I'm... is an American man who knows no other language. Correct. <laughs> I'm working on Spanish. Uh. <laughs> yes, but I'm not the best at languages. Gift of tongues is not one of my things, but I will try my best. So, the word for the North Wind is as follows. In Tongan, it is Tokaleao. In Samoan, it is Tokaleo. <laughs> For the last three, can I try reading it and then you do the correct pronunciation? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So which one did you just do? I was on Samoan and then okay. I did Tahitian. So go ahead and try those. Try Tahitian down. Okay, so you said it was like... Toa Oreo. Toa Oreo. Toa Oreo. Toa Oreo. It's a hard stop. 
You like so, close so, your throats to make the noise. To oh, Rayo. I don't think it's getting picked up on the microphone. To <laughs> um, the Maori one would be Tokreo. Toka Erao. Toka Erao. Toka Erao. Toka Erao. Yep, and then Hawaiian would be. Is that a K? Yeah, it's a K. Ka oh, Lau. Yeah, so Hawaiian's really interesting. Uh, they pronounce every single syllable in their language. And it's really weird I'm doing this because I realized I said before it wasn't a written language and it really wasn't until white uh, Christians like came and started, you know, preaching their Bible. But to preach the Bible, you need a language to preach to. So yeah. they like copied down the sounds that they heard the islanders making to make this written language. And they noticed in Hawaii, they don't have a T sound. They have a K instead. So where all the rest had ta'oreo or ta'alao. Oh, so that K is actually a T. So no, it's, it's a K. They don't They don't say T's. They say K's. So it's ko'o'alao. 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 Close enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so as you can see, like, there, was, like, there are differences that are distinct enough that they kind of... Um, flow into each other. Um, example of that is the T's to the K's, the guttural uh, stopping noises that you make in your throat. I have respect for that language. My throat hurts now, and I said yeah. two words. And then the replacement of L's and R's is also very common oh, between the islands. So what's the L to R sound? Well, it's in Tongan, it's toka laau, and in Maori, it's toka rau. It's, they say R instead of L. Okay. Like, there's just weird switches like that for, like, no reason, but... Not weird. Unique. No, Not you're weird. right. It's unique. Yeah, you're right to correct me on that. Um, the differences of these languages are distinct enough that they sort of... You can see sort of a natural migrational pattern that can be kind of mapped, uh, but not completely, because finding the origin of a Polynesian language could potentially um, help track the spread of the island of the people as... Like I said, there's no written record that currently exists outside of, like, myths. Not even written record. There's no records and that like, exist outside I, of yeah, myths Yeah, I was going to say, people. like, current record would just be story passed through word of mouth, but, like, doesn't that have the issue of it's word of mouth, so things, yeah. like, change over time? Yeah, and I have a perfect example of that. So the origin of tattoos, or tatau, um, from island to island, like, universally, it's kind of seen as, like, this cool, like, rite of passage into like adulthood to get these tattoos however most islands attribute this ceremonial privilege as originating from samoa while samoans swear they got it from tahiti so like <laughs> no clear indication is where it originated from and who got it from where so with that we need to find a place to start and it's rather difficult as i stated before when the languages of the polynesian islands would not be written and transcribed until missionaries and colonists started to arrive to, to their tropical paradise islands. So without a written language to guide us, we had to start looking at some words that are the same almost universally, forgiving some lacking of cognates in an island's vocabulary, going back to those L's for R's or T's for K's. Like these words kind of exist universally across the Polynesia. So these are words like tapu, ariki, motu, vanua, kava, Tapa and Sawiki, the last one being a uh, mythical homeland that many of these cultures believe like man came from. Uh, so, is that what all those words mean, or are you gonna go into what those words mean? Uh, no, there's <laughs> they're all a bunch of different things. Oh, okay, uh, we're just saying words. Yeah, yeah, I was just saying a bunch of words. Got um, this, uh, pato. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just 
Words that from island to island do mean the same thing, though. So tapa is, like, in reference to this type of cloth that they would make from, like, beating the trees on their islands together to make tapa cloth, which is, like, what they would wear. that would be their, like, loincloth, right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Just things like that are, like, similar from island to island. And many of these words, um, because they're so similar, indicate that there was a proto-Polynesian society existing at some point, and then, as voyagers are ought to do... They left this wherever this proto-Polynesia place was to travel far away. And thanks to research done in 2016, we actually have a pretty good idea as to this origin point of this culture. Oh! It's been, uh, this pre-Polynesian culture has been dubbed uh, the Lapita culture. Lapita. which might sound familiar because it in the Ghibli movies, there's yeah, Lapita's castle. Yeah, like, that sounds really familiar. Yeah, and that's like kind of based off of this, but obviously that's in the sky and this was... A tropical paradise that existed for okay, these people. Okay, yeah, you said that's based off of this. For a second, I, like, understood you as this is based off of, of that. that. And I was like, <laughs> a whole culture? Based off of a Ghibli, Ghibli movie. movie? Fantastic. No, it's not quite that. So, um, the this Lapita culture left behind um, a bunch of artifacts that first appeared more than 3,000 years ago in the Bismarck Archipelago in New Oceania. New Oceania is on the outskirts of the Polynesian Islands. It's kind of like near the Philippine area of the world. Like that, think of those islands leading into what is known as the Polynesian Triangle. So from there, we see traces of these red pottery and um, like obsidian tools that are found on neighboring islands until they eventually disappear altogether. And that's where we get Polynesia. And that's where the start of that is. Luckily, this starting point can be aided by the work of other people. And thankfully for my research, much of the tracking and spread of Polynesia solely based on the growth of the Austronesian language tree has been done and cataloged by Andrew Pauly. And he began his work in 1966. So his research began based on shared innovations uh, in Phonology, vocabulary, and grammar showing that the East Polynesian languages were more closely related to Samoan than they were to Tongan. So he ended up calling Tongan and its nearby relative of Nuian Tongik, and Samoan and all the other Polynesian languages of the study of nuclear Polynesian. And the reason for this being that the East and West Polynesian islands had similarities in their language, but were also different from each other not so different that if you speak one you would be lost but people would definitely know you are an outsider or not from their island Uh. if you rolled up from hawaii to new zealand for example like if you spoke the language they would know you didn't belong but you could understand you were doing your best yeah Yeah. it's like mexico spanish versus spain spanish versus castilian versus yeah yeah exactly cool so Unfortunately, uh, the process of languages evolving over time without a written example is near impossible to actually track with any accuracy. Adding everything we've learned so far of tracking the similarities of the languages and finding common grounds of them and tracing the uh, literal remnants of like broken pottery leading into Polynesian islands, we're pretty sure we have a central location where it all may have began. The reason for this is it shares many consonants and vocabulary with most of the islands, and because of that, it is believed that Samoa is the oldest of true Polynesian language. 
And thus, we can hypothesize that they would have been the first of the voyagers to find a land to call home. And we believe this would have been around 1000 BCE. You're like saying this and I'm like thinking of Moana and crying because this is like the scene that makes me cry whenever she comes out of the cave and she's like, voyagers, we we're voyagers. <laughs> and then the song, play- oh, I'm going to cry yeah. right now thinking it's such a good movie. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah and uh, we believe that they formed around 1000 BCE and from there they spread outward. Some going south to Aotearoa or New Zealand, and others going next door to like Tahiti and Tonga, and many more continuing all the way across the ocean to the to the Easter Island to disappear mysteriously. And we believe even from then, some from Tahiti people even traveled further north to what is now known as Hawaii, based on a bunch of stories from Hawaiian ancestors sailing from a place that they called Kahiki, which brings it back to another <laughs> example of those. They lost They'd something along the way, sure. but we're pretty sure Kahiki is Tahiti. And like from that, we get the idea that Samoa is kind of the start of this true Polynesian culture. And from there, it all spread. And each culture is linked, obviously, through Can traditions I... and... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it is just... It's bittersweet. Like, it's beautiful in a sense that their history all ties into each other, that they mm-hmm. all share the same thing. Because it shows that, like, that connection, that family of, oh, well, this is how I think it goes, but, like, my cousin on this other island, like, thinks that this is how it goes and things like that. You know? It's yeah. Just, it's beautiful to have, it, like, in a weird, in an odd way, like, shared history that even mm-hmm. though there are, like, gaps missing, they're still able to form a picture. And one last resurgence started with... Uh, restoration acts to try to get people pumped up to relearn their old traditional Polynesian languages from those before it went entirely extinct. And this began on the island of Oahu at the Polynesian Cultural Center that was founded by Brigham Young University Hawaii. So very cool. (laughs) And that will do it for my language topic. All right. Well, that was really fun and really cool to learn. Um, I love how we were able to use like the reference of Moana for everything. It was really cool. Yeah. Good uh, times. But that's it for today's episode. And keep in tune for mine next. Mine will also be a language-based topic. Um, yeah. But you'll have to listen to it to see what it is. Yep. And from all of us here at Earworms to you, until next time, bye bye. <laughs>